Hey everybody, I'm Eric and this is Today I Watched 2018 Week 40 Part 1. This is uh, going to be a, a huge episode because I have about 50 things to talk about. Um, I didn't split up this week into individual days. Uh, except for the first day, I was like, you know what, I'm going to talk about all this stuff at the end of the week. But then I realized... We have a pay-per-view to talk about. So I want to get this. As, so it was going to become an even bigger episode. But I'll, I'll, I'll talk about the weekdays. Monday through Friday. First. Uh, and then tonight. At least in Mountain Time at 3am. Is uh, WWE Super Showdown. So I'm going to talk about my predictions. And hopes for that i'm planning on staying up to watch it we'll see if i can actually make it uh the latest i've i've sort of been trying conditioning myself to be able to 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 stay up all night the last couple of days um that i've stayed up until like three except three is when it starts so this is gonna be tough but um anyway we've got uh so much to talk about uh all this week's episode we have raw 1323 smackdown and her 98 two more episodes we're two episodes away in two episodes we'll be at smackdown 1000 that's gonna be super cool uh mix match challenge uh season two episode three 205 live episode 97 nxt episode 471 me and classic season two episode five and uh which is the first uh first um Four matches of the second round. Yeah. And uh, main event episode 314. But on top of all that, um, it's the start of the new TV season. Um, I only have a couple of things to actually talk about for that. Uh, Superstore, which I just watched, um, is back. I love it. Uh, it, made, it made my day so much better just, just having watched that episode um and survivor is back those are the two um premiere episodes i'm going to talk about um i also watched season two of american vandal i'll talk a little bit about that um i got a deep uh blu-ray combo blu-ray of a couple of jackie chan movies battle creek brawl and the city hunter i want to talk about that um in the theater saw a bunch of movies over the last week and the last minute, I decided, all right, I'm going to go see Venom because there's a 1030 show. I got out of this, uh, this stand-up show just in time, and I headed to the theater. I saw Venom. Uh, that was awesome. Uh, but I also saw a house, The House with a Clock in Its Walls, A Simple Favor, and Night School. So I'll be talking about those. And then I saw a ton of stand-up this week. I saw Bill Burr, David Spade um and the sklar brothers so that's oh and neil patrick harris that's not a stand-up thing but i did uh see him as well um so that's all the stuff i'm gonna be talking about in this episode and of course my super showdown predictions so i'm not necessarily going to go in the order that i just went through there so if you, i'm not going to do sp for all the wwe stuff gonna be spoilers um but for i mean not for super showdown no, no spoilers for that because i don't know what's going to happen there but for all the stuff that happens to me all this other stuff um 
is uh, not spoiler. Actually, you know what? Let's just go talk about because I don't have specific notes for all of those things. Um, I'll talk about those first, and then it can then into the wrestling, and then I'll end with my predictions and stuff for Super Showdown. All right. So first of all, Superstore. I'm so glad it's back. Um, if you haven't been watching this show. Uh, go check it out. Don't, uh, don't start with this episode, probably. Although uh, it 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 wouldn't make it's it's kind of a weird jumping in point because there's a lot of backstory going into it and everything, and you know, I appreciate it a lot more. I did really like that a character. This episode aired on October fourth, and I really liked that a character said ten four good buddy, not in relation to that the date but it did happen in an episode that aired on the date and i don't know if that was on purpose or not but i like that very much because i at, at midnight on 10-4 i posted on facebook 10-4 good buddies or happy 10-4 good buddies or whatever i said um because I don't know if it's an official thing. Um, somebody else also posted that, but I don't know if they post. They posted it way after I did, so I don't know if they, it was to a continuation or if they were planning on doing that anyway, um, or if it's a, a widespread thing at all. If anybody says that, I, I I'm not sure. Anyway, Superstore, it's awesome. Go watch it. Watch it from the beginning. I guess, well, season one can't remember how good season one is um i guess you could get away with just watching season three even like the last half of season three even like the last two episodes of season three before you watch um the new season the first episode of the new season anyway um yeah it's great uh i saw venom and i loved it it's so fun and uh tom hardy is great i was a little bit skeptical from the commercials uh, especially because he was very mumbly and I couldn't really understand him but that's not that's not really how it is in the movie so it's kind of weird uh, that the, the trailers seemed that way um, but I I liked it a lot and I hope they make more um, with uh, with Tom Hardy uh, more Venom if there's if there's not if it has no involvement with Spider-Man I'm fine with that uh, but if it does have sp- involvement with Spider-Man, then that's cool too. It would have, probably have to then be integrated into, that. and that could kind of maybe ruin it. Not that it's like the the most amazing thing ever or anything, anyway. But I did really enjoy it, and I would like to see more in whatever uh, shape that uh, that is, in whatever gloopy black liquid shape that comes in. <laughs> right before that, I saw the Sklar Brothers at Comedy Works, and I'm. Uh, uh, there, a lot of times, um, especially for the downtown Comedy Works shows, because there's so much construction and stuff on uh, along the main highway going up there that it comes the night of the of the show that I have a ticket to. I'm like, I I don't really feel like driving all the way up there. Um, you know, it's like a 45 minutes, which 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 should take 25 minutes, like so double the 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 thing. And then finding parking and all that. Well, normally it's not a problem getting parking. But uh, the place right across from Comedy Works had a sign up that said it was full. And uh, so I at drive, drove around a little bit. So I, I did go up there, and I'm glad that I did. 
because it was really really fun and it's the first time i've seen the sklar brothers live and uh they're very funny and i did not meet them afterwards i could have it seems less and less um comics are doing that uh but they did but i did not go uh and because i didn't go and wait in line to get a picture with them and whatnot um i also wanted to buy something but i didn't know if they i didn't have cash on me so i I would have bought a t-shirt but uh yeah anyway my point is it was really fun i'm glad that i went and i might uh go again um if they still have tickets available for saturday night um and I recommend seeing them. if they're uh, if they're performing near you, go check them out. They're very funny. Um, you're, and it's you get two comics for the price of one. It's a great deal. Plus the other people that performed before them and stuff. Um, okay. Uh, if you, if you're not familiar with them, just look them up on YouTube. You'll get a good idea of their um, of their comedy. They have a special on Netflix. At least one special, maybe more. I think just one. Anyway, uh, I, there's this Blu-ray of Battle Creek Brawl and City Hunters. Somebody posted on um, on Instagram a UK release of City Hunter. It's like, oh man, that's awesome. I didn't even think about if that was on Blu-ray or not. It is not on Blu-ray by itself in the US. I could have ordered a UK copy of it, um, but... I'll just get this combo. It's Battle Creek Brawl and City Hunter. And I love the I, I love City Hunter. I have it on VHS. Um it's so wacky. It's very car it, it's very much a, a live action cartoon. Uh there's this whole scene with a, a street fighter um fight that they're all they become like all the different characters from Street Fighter from Street Fighter 2 um and it, yeah it's it's super fun it's so so silly and uh it's kind of a bummer they didn't make more of those but you know whatever <laughs> it came out of like 1992 i think or something um and then from like 1985 it was battle creek brawl now the movie itself it is okay there are some good um scenes throughout it but what i really really liked and i don't know if this is the original release had this or if they did completely redid the soundtrack along with the dubbing etc um but it did seem like this this movie was intended to be an american release so i think that the music was there from the start probably anyway the 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 soundtrack to this film I loved it. It is that it had this one theme, and if I, I might be remembering it correctly, something like that. I'm gonna be really surprised if I got that <laughs> anywhere close, but like that's is throughout the film. And there's like different variations of it and uh, like more jazzy versions, more like uh, subdued, all that. I, I like I liked the music a lot. So if you have a chance, if you like Jackie Chan movies and you haven't seen Battle Creek Brawl, Brawl yet, it's subpar as far as the Jackie Chan-ness of it goes. Um, and there's interviews that here he talks about it. There's interviews on this disc where he talks about it that they 
wanted Jackie Chan, but didn't like listen to him as far as doing it. Cause he's like an American director. Um, and, but they wouldn't listen to him as far as like, Oh, let's do the action this way. The, the, you're getting Jackie Chan for his Jackie Chan action. And then not doing that action. It's, it's, uh, it's a bummer. So that aspect of the movie isn't great, but the the soundtrack is is awesome, and um, yeah, it's 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 interesting. I forget exactly what the plot was. It's something about saving his family or something. Anyway, um, next item: Survivor thirty seven. David versus Goliath. I don't mind saying the name of this um, season. But I probably that's probably the only time I will say it because it's easier to say Survivor thirty seven, um, episode one. Um, shoot, well I don't remember anything that I really want to talk about as far as this season goes. I I like it. The challenges were amazing. Um, the, the part of the the gimmick, the David versus Goliath gimmick, is that uh, um, there's like an advantage. Well, the very first challenge, you have the advantage uh, given to the... Uh, well, each team picked who they thought was the weakest or the strongest, um, uh, male and female. And then the David team got to pick which path to take. There were three segments of the, the obstacle course and then a, a puzzle. Maybe it was two segments and a puzzle. Whatever. And um, there were like three options for each of those parts. And David got to uh, choose that. And then Christian, so I do remember his name. He's like, ah, well, I, I knew I would do really well on that because I wrote uh, algorithms for how to solve slide puzzles. So that's how we did that so fast. Anyway, um, my favorite people uh, so far, uh, is it Lirsa? Something like that. It's on... Uh, on david and then um john morrison or whatever whatever name you know him by johnny nitro etc on uh goliath um the pro wrestler i like him a lot so i'm rooting for those two and there's a few other people that i like so far and a few other people that should will probably get eliminated right away hopefully if if all is right in the in the survive universe um the the ending this episode is crazy. I don't want to spoil that, but uh, it, was a, it, it, it was a bummer, really bummer thing to happen. And uh, it's it's actually kind of surprising that something like it hasn't happened before. In 37 seasons, this is the first time something like that has happened. It's, that's crazy, especially with all the kinds of crazy weather that they have and everything. Maybe it's because the weather wasn't super crazy. They, mis- mis- they, they underestimated it. Or something. Anyway, go watch it. Check it out. Let me know what you thought. Uh, American Vandal season two uh, continues with the same two uh, two uh, young men uh, who who produced season one. You know, in they didn't actually. You know, the, the 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 lines are blurred for this. Are they actually the ones making this? Well, no. Uh, season two, uh, there it's at a different school. It's a bunch of poop pranks. Yeah, it's 
the 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 culprits that they're trying to find they're trying to track down is the uh what is it the turd burglar and uh it's 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 pretty it's pretty good i i like the first i i liked both seasons i think the first season had more um had, had a little more levity not levity bre- what's the word to it what's the word i'm thinking it had more uh it was more serious at time like it had more serious points to make whereas this one it's that didn't really kick in i felt until like the last episode um but it was still good it was still very good go check it out it's on netflix all right uh i saw a simple favor i was expecting this to be good it was even better than i expected um if you like thriller mystery type things you got gotta check it out uh i'd say watch the trailer the main trailer i don't think really spoils anything it gives you a real good idea of what you're you're in for for this um it was uh it it stars anna kendrick and uh, blake lively and they're both uh, very interesting to watch in this film uh the house with the clock in its walls kate blanchett and Jack Black, and I don't know the little boy's name, um, is a uh, this this is very fun. I did, I had really no expectations of this movie. I just saw I mostly just saw it because it's on the IMAX screen, and I used my uh, uh, my A list AMC A list membership to go see it, um, and I I loved it. It was great, really fun. There are parts of it that were really scary. I that were really scary. And I could imagine little kids being like super freaked out, but I think that's probably a good thing. A lot of these movies don't have that because I I remember a lot of kids' movies I saw as a kid that there are some really scary parts of them, and you know it's maybe it wasn't a good thing, but a lot of kids' movies I feel like don't have that like terrifying element. Like it's not. It's not like really bad but there there's some scary stuff in there and uh i had no idea that this film was directed by eli roth and as soon as i saw his name on the screen at the beginning of it, it was like oh man this is gonna be good um or at, at least like super interesting and it ended up being really good so um and the cast kate uh, blanchett is amazing so um yeah i i recommend it um i have no concept of like how what age it's appropriate for but i would um if i was a little kid i would really be scared at parts of it i think but i would also really like a lot of the other parts because the main character is a little kid he's like um not like really little i think he's is he in middle school or element? I think he's in middle school, but he's like, he, he loses his parents and he comes to live with his uncle, Jack Black. Um, and he, he's like, goes to this new school. He's trying to make friends, all that. Oh, it had to be, maybe it wasn't elementary school. Cause the kid, was like uh 
running for class president for the third year in a row and they were not juniors or seniors at all so i I don't know go see it if you like uh like magic it's all about magic and uh kyle mclaughlin is in it too sounds like i don't know i literally just saw somebody talking about him like 20 minutes ago anyway uh he's in there um and there's uh there's all kinds of great special effects and puppetry and uh yeah it's it's fun and seeing imax is really cool but i think now that venom is out uh that's in all the imax screens now and then next week what's on imax is it is it first man that comes out next yeah i don't know but I, I I did see Venom on IMAX, and I'm glad that I did because that was super awesome there. Um, okay, then uh, Neil Patrick Harris is speaking of magic. Uh, he has his children's book. They're middle like middle readers. Um, the Magic Misfits, and his second book just came out, and he's I think he started his book tour. Maybe it wasn't the start of it, but it was the first day that was the book is available on Amazon. So I think that it was the start of the tour but uh he came to alamo draft house in association with the tatter cover bookstores here in denver and uh he had a great interview with the tatter cover bookstore guy sorry i don't know his name um and, and this whole thing started at 7 p.m and uh the the servers are saying like oh it's pro- i think it's going to be about 40 minutes of the interview and then the movie the movie uh because these are kids books I figured, oh, it's probably not going to be, it probably will not be Gone Girl or Harold and Kumar or a bunch of other movies that he's been in because those are not good for kids. Um, so it's probably going to be Smurfs. And it was the Smurfs, uh, the first movie. Um, so it, there's the option to stay for that. Uh, uh, me and my friend uh, Tina, we went... Um, uh, she joined me for this, uh, which is, it was it was really fun. We did not stay um, for her. We did not stay for um, the Smurfs. So, um, but the, the the actual interview ended up being like an hour and a half. So it was is is still a, a significant event to go to and he is had so many awesome answers to more of the uh serious questions and lots of very fun answers to the uh the less serious questions it is great it was great um and i got a copy of his book and i ordered the first book because they had copies of the first book but they're only paperback so i i mean i would like to give tattered cover some of my business but uh, their books didn't match the the new book. Gotta have the matching books. I'm not gonna not gonna line up these magic misfits. But even though it's appropriate for the title for them to be misfits of each other, gotta have the matching books. So I ordered on Amazon the the hard the hardcover um, of the first book. This is the second book that came out, and I haven't started reading them yet. Um, it should go pretty quickly when I do. I think. But it sounds like there's lots of stuff hidden in the books, like codes and um, uh, actual tricks, magic tricks that you can learn 
in the book and all of that so that, that, that's that's really cool um so uh two three more things and then we'll talk about wrestling uh night school with kevin hart and tiffany haddish she's in like everything in coming up in the next year like every every other comedy stars either her or kevin hart and this one is the crossover where they're both in it um i I thought it was really funny i thought it was really really funny uh it it, if you've seen all of the trailers to it you've pretty much seen the movie but i still enjoyed it because like all the people in there uh, marilyn ricegub is in there um uh bob riggle rob riggle is there he's great uh i can't remember the names of the other actors who are like in his class and stuff but my favorite thing and all right there's there was maybe like 10 people in the theater when I saw this. And there was this one guy who was several rows in front of me, but he was very, he was really enjoying this movie. He was laughing very hard. And oftentimes would like repeat the punchlines of jokes that like, which is kind of annoying, but you know, yeah, it's fine. Whatever. It's a comedy. It's not like it's, it's, He's not talking over some emotional scene or something like that. I mean, it's still annoying, but not as annoying as it is like during uh, like somebody in a hospital hospital bed. Why, why would he be? Why would anybody be doing that while somebody's in a hospital bed? I don't know. But uh, actually, he probably even did that during that scene when there was somebody in a hospital bed. Was there somebody? No, no, no. He was pretty much uninjured from that explosion in the beginning of the movie. Anyway um i i say that because he laughed at like all the big punchlines but there's one joke that i feel like snuck by everybody else in the theater i could hear at least nobody was laughing loud enough that i could hear but it cracked me up and it it made me laugh harder than anything else in 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 the whole movie and uh it was uh, it was in the uh christian chicken chicken fast food restaurants that uh, kevin hart has just started working there and they had like their little prayer time and then everybody just goes back to work and this is one last guy the last guy that leaves the the back room there he's like hey tell me are, are you guys in the sunken place and it <laughs> oh it was so good it was so funny um now that this is reference if you don't if you don't know what the sunken place is it is in uh it's so complicated to it's from the movie get out it's a reference to get out so if you if you haven't seen get out just go see it if you have seen it then now you're like oh right yeah that so that's an all i'll say about it i'm not gonna try to explain it because you you just go see get out um rent it get on um it might be on hbo now probably perhaps i don't think it's on netflix yet or uh, other streaming services maybe it's on amazon prime anyway night school is really funny in that joke uh, it i it may have teared up a little bit but nobody else is laughing as far as i could tell maybe i was just laughing so hard that all of their laughter was was overtook they're all like glaring back in my direction even though they couldn't actually see me i was the only one in the, that row but uh yeah oh <laughs> uh, anyway uh speaking of laughing uh bill burr saw him on saturday it was amazing um and uh then david spade the next night 
which was uh, a little bit weird. It was a great show, but the show started at 5 p.m. What? 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 Comedy show starting at 5 p.m. Man, if it's like a a family-friendly show, that makes sense. It makes sense. But this is David Spade. There are no kids in the audience. It is not an all-ages show. Um, it wasn't a holiday either it was on a sunday yeah but it wasn't like it wasn't like christmas or something christmas yeah have a daytime show then you get back to back home for the the nighttime christmas stuff but it was it was it was a really funny show it was a little, it felt a little bit short um because he is no it was only like an hour and a half um, and that was with two comics before him. Great surprise was seeing Adrian Brody. Brody Stevens. Not Adrian Brody. Oh, my God. Brody Stevens. <laughs> yes. The star of the, was it the piano? The pianist? The star of Predators. What else is he in? I can't remember any of his. The star of King Kong, directed by Peter Jackson, opened for David Spade. No. Brody Stevens. Oh, my God. I haven't seen him live before. And it was, I, I loved it. And it was because he does the type of comedy that's he just he just powers through it. He doesn't it, like he does react to how the audience is reacting, but it's like doesn't slow him down. It just keeps going, and I loved every minute of it, where most of the audience, I felt like, was like, what the f- what is going on? And I really enjoyed that. So, uh, David Spade, Adrian, Adrian Brody Stevens, uh, and then the, the, their, uh, their other friends, Bobby, don't remember his last name. But he is very funny too. Um, all right, so that's all the non-wrestling stuff that I wanted to talk about. I did see, some, watch some other things like the the, the premiere of the Good Doctor. Um, no, I did talk about that last week. It's the second episode of the Good Doctor this week. That's right. Um, Manifest episode two. I haven't watched that yet. Uh, there's a couple other shows, a couple of the new comedies, um, but I didn't think they were they they don't i can't even recall them off the top of my head so let's get on to the wrestling stuff first let's talk about main events because they're they've nothing to do with anything else uh no jose versus mike canellis i was expecting jose to win but mike canellis won via super kick uh then tyler breeze versus mojo raleigh i was expecting mojo raleigh to win but tyler breeze won via spinning heel kick so that was an exciting episode an exciting episode okay so i do want to talk about this on good doctor i should stop watching this show because uh for the same reason that you like i should never have watched house even though it's amazing and or any other medical shows these are the only two medical shows that i've really watched um like every episode of is house and the good doctor but uh there's a whole thing about uh one of the one of the patient characters 
Um, it was a, an unexpected patient. Um, it was like burping a lot. And that ends up being a thing that's got, he, he ends up dying. And so now anytime I, I, I've burped since seeing that episode or had to burp or something, I'm like, Oh my God, am I dying? So I need to stop watching that show. Probably. Also, it's headed in direction. I don't know. I don't know. I'll watch one more episode, and then I'll feel like another thing that's not a thing is and dying. <sighs> anyway, or if it if if it actually is a thing that's uh, and then then the, the, this episode is like, um, my I should have known or something. I don't know. Let's stop talking about this. Uh, let's talk about Raw uh, episode 1,323 now. We talked about main events. I'm going to check that off the list. We talked about that. Cool, 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 cool. Raw episode 1,323. Uh, they were in um, Seattle. Seattle, yes, because the next night they're in Portland because uh, Daniel Bryan is from nearby. Um, we opened up. Oh, what all happened? Uh, Dean, I was talking about a lot of like what ifs, but they seem like what he actually feels like. Um, that, but he ends uh, ends up saying that the shield is a brotherhood, and then Corbin comes out and he gives him three options: he can face Seth for the Intercontinental Championship, he can say face Roman for the Universal Championship, or he can face Braun. And then Dean says, "What about number four, me versus you right now?" And Corbin says, "Nope, you're fighting Braun." Braun was waiting right there. So he's going to fight Braun all along, probably. Um, Braun gets the... Ever, he, he was... He, he was... Yeah, he's beating Dean pretty well there. At the end, before Roman came out, he saves Dean, but there's disqualification, so Braun wins. Um, and Seth comes out and joins the brawl. Uh, and all, all of that, whatever. Uh, Baron... Says, all right, you can't make this the shield show, so I'm gonna make this the shield show because the like a solid third of this whole episode is gonna be um shield matches. So he makes a match uh Seth versus Drew and Roman versus Dolph. Um, and then Roman versus Dolph happened right now for the universe. No, not for the universal championship. That's the thing, like, wouldn't you want your team to have those universal championship matches, or is he just trying to keep it so like, oh, if Dean. If Dolph did win, then um, then it would be it, then it would be Dolph versus it would be Dolph versus Braun Strowman and Brock Lesnar. That'd be weird. So uh, uh, you would think that he would want all the championships to to go to them, but they were non championship matches for some reason. Anyway, Roman defeated Ziggler um, via spear, and then backstage he was like, "You know, I could be, uh, I, I, I could be the Universal Championship." Uh, no, what was it? Oh, that's right. Uh, he talks to Seth first. And he's like, "You know, I could be the Intercontinental Champion champion right now if that was matches against you instead." And then uh, Roman wins, and the backstage leader is like, you know, uh, if I wasn't such a nice guy, I could be the universal champion right now. Uh, then we had RR versus RR, RR won via armbar, and I was RR disappointed. Um, Ronda Rousey defeated Ruby Riot with the armbar. 
I get it, but Ruby Riot is so awesome. She's like the best, the best wrestler on Raw right now. Honestly, she's the best wrestler on Raw right now. Um, oh, I really want to draw this. So I want to draw Eddie Brock Lesnar versus Ruby Riot. Riot is the symbiote, and uh, Eddie Brock Lesnar is also symbiote Venom. Uh, Ruby Riot is that Riot. Uh, spoiler, that's who the villain. The villain? The villain? Oh, that was an interesting thing about Venom. Uh, that it, it it started out as being the reluctant villain, which I don't feel like we've seen very much, at least is like the focus of the film. Um, but then he ends up being the, the hero. And you know, there's a bigger villain to take down um riot anyway go see venom it's awesome um and ruby riot is awesome and she should have won this match Brett's right um and then we had uh bobby Roode versus connor connor won after a distraction of some family yes i don't remember what happened with that but uh connor's winning streak continues the winning streak against the same team so it's like is that really a winning streak it just means that you're consistently better than that team at least for now um we had a moment of bliss talking about trish stratus who burped in alexa's seven-year-old or nine-year-old whatever however old she was looking at her with a wrinkly eyes and she says sure i'll give you an IRF for 50 bucks and then she uh then she tore the autograph book in half, stepped on her foot, and what does that last thing say? I don't know what that last thing says. I, bad handwriting for that part. And she has saying, Stratisfaction is not guaranteed. Great moment of bliss. I like these so much. I've missed them since the... Uh, this one was better than the the Nia Jax ones because this one oh it was making fun of her age but this would be Trish would have been like how old would Trish I don't even know if we're going by Matt uh, how old was Trish Stratus when she first started out that's when uh I think Alexa is meant to be the math the exact math doesn't add up whatever um that uh it would be when trish first started which she must have been like in her 20s right she wouldn't have wrinkly eyes so it, it but it yeah it was it was a joke and it was a little bit making fun of her appearance but it was the past her appearance anyway anyway i think in it for the most part it was a lot better as far as uh like most of the Nia Jax stuff is making fun of how big she is so this is a little bit she's just being gross anybody can be gross and burp in people's face and be mean and step on her foot stepping on her foot I like that detail <laughs> oh it's it's like it's like not a big deal but I, it would be yeah, actually for a little kid that would be a really big deal for a, 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 an adult to just step on your foot not her feet, just one foot. Anyway, up next we had the B team versus Revival. The B team is back. They got a win via roll up uh, after 
something. Uh, but then the AOP comes out, attacks. It's a super collider, collider, and uh, it's the best birthday present that Axel's gotten in years. Uh, Baron Corbin backstage says, "I hey, I like it," but he doesn't make any eye contact with 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 uh, with uh, with a uh, Drake Maverick. He keeps his eyes solidly on his uh, like. He doesn't go below the horizon, which would be, he'd have to look down below the horizon to see um, Drake Maverick. Uh, let's see, Braun. They're they're talking backstage. Braun and the other dogs of war, hounds of war, no, pups of war. Uh, Dean is a is a tough bastard and a winner. We don't need any. We need someone like him, not any weak links. And he looks over at Dolph. Hey. Hey. That is true. No, that's... A, well, I don't know. Lots of trios getting broken up recently, it seems like. Or, like, that's the whole thing. It's happening, too, in everywhere. Because on, over on 205 Live, let's skip ahead a, a second. Uh... Drew Gulak turns on the Brian Kendrick when it was the Brian Kendrick who who won a match in like two seconds last week, and Jack Gallagher on this night lost his match. Jack Gallagher is the weak link of those two. If you're going by wins and losses, why do you turn on him? I felt so bad for the Brian Kendrick. It was his. We brought back the PowerPoint presentation. I was so excited for that. But then the the slide slide number ten. No weakness. Or something like that. I I have the actual notes here, but and it, it it's a, a cartoon of 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 the Brian Kendrick pleading, begging, and pleading with tears in his eyes. It's like, oh man, all oh, this he's talking about. He's talking about. He's talking about Kendrick. Should be talking about Gallagher, if anybody. But he shouldn't be talking about either because they're a great trio. And then now we have the, they're talking about Dolph. Get, you gotta get rid of Dolph. And there's a, Dean is like, yeah, I shouldn't be in this. Through like, there's too much of this going on. Just stick with the trios. The trios work. We don't have to have the conflict within the trios. Have the conflict between two separate trios. Make that the drama instead of like all of them having internal problems. Ah. Anyway, uh, we had Seth Rollins versus Drew McIntyre. I told you this was going to be a really long episode. It's like five episodes put slammed together. Um, Dolph interfered. While he ran out, got in the ring for a second and ran right out again. That was enough of a distraction. Um, Oh, wait, one of the, the coolest things in this match was that there's uh, Drew went for a lariat and Seth countered it into a falcon arrow. Like, how do you counter a falcon arrow? How do you counter a lariat into a falcon arrow? That was falcon awesome. Um, after Dolph did his little run-in, uh, Drew hit Claymore and got a win. But this is a non-title match. Why wouldn't this be a title match from Baron Corbin's perspective? Because we don't even have an Intercontinental Championship match at the next pay-per-view or the pay-per-view after that. Only while well, we don't know what's coming. No, it, there hasn't been announced anyway for the uh, Crown Jewel pay-per-view. But uh, it, he would have he would have been the Intercontinental Champion. 
Why wouldn't you want that for your team, Baron Corbin? Mm. Anyway, uh, after that, Dolph attacks, and then Roman comes out, and then Braun comes out, and then Dean comes out with an axe handle, and then Braun smashes them all, and the uh, the, the, the the cool dogs are on top. Uh, El- Elias backstage with Kevin uh, got some of his, uh, what is it, his rider items, his triangle of waters. Not just his waters, but his triangle of waters. Spinach, mints, and almonds. Except they're not almonds, they're cashews. I was very upset about that. Uh, let's see. This is the loudest, most sustained booze ever after they said something about baseballs. I'm not familiar with the situation. They said they had a baseball team and then they left. I don't know the name of the baseball team, but they were just, they were booing for like a solid five minutes. Very loudly. And it was, I I was laughing the entire time is great. Uh, th- then the actual match is Kevin versus Bobby Lashley. Um, and Kevin won with an assist by Elias. And then they they shared a big, big old hug. So that was nice. It's nice when, he, when Kevin has a buddy who he can eventually turn on. Uh, then we had Bailey versus Alicia. Bailey won via the uh, the bed and breakfast. No, that that's their team name. The Bailey to Belly, and uh, this is a little bit of a preview of what would happen on a mixed match challenge the next night. Because we also had Finn and Jinder at ringside with their mixed match challenge partners, um, and then we ended with HBK talking about stuff, and then Kane came and attacked, and then the Undertaker appeared, and then Triple H comes out. And then they brawl a little bit, but then uh, they hit a double choke slam on on DX. So uh, Undertaker and Kane stand tall going into Super Showdown, where that's the main event, probably. And oh boy. Um, All right. And I guess it's kind of interesting that this. This one doesn't have Brock. That there isn't the Brock Lesnar match in this. Or the 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 Saudi Arabia uh, show is uh, really giving that Brock Lesnar money. Um, all right, let's move on to SmackDown. We have, we have a few shows to talk about left. Don't worry about it. We're on show number two of. <laughs> all right, let's mark that off. We got Raw done. There we go. SmackDown 998. Page says Joe is out of line, but after talking to AJ, AJ wants the match because he wants to dish out the punishment himself. AJ sends a message from home that he's not there, but he's going to bury Joe alive in Australia. Um, R-Truth and Carmella versus Almas and Vega. Carmella won via Code of Silence and it was, awesome. it was the best... Uh, uh, I, I like... I like face Carmella so much. She's awesome. And I drew her with her new hair um, uh, on at Ericatures on Instagram or at Ericatures Art on Twitter. Go there and you can see uh, my portrait of Carmella. Uh, but yeah, this the, that's that little counter sequence into the Code of Silence was amazing. Um, there was a dance break that was fun too, but that that ending was great. Uh, Vega tapped out, and our 
Fab Fabulous Truth won the day. But did they win later? No, did they have a match later that night? It was no, they did not have that match later. Um, I think they're in next week's mixed match challenge episode. Anyway, uh, Ty goes to Paige. He wants Randy Orton. Um, and so he gets Randy Orton uh, moment, moments afterwards. Uh, new Day Cooks, a new cooking show with the New Day out there with Mr. Booty, Mr. Bootiesworth. But the bar comes out uh, to help the show. That ends up fighting them. And they pour batter all in Mr. Bootyworth's hat. That's hard to say. Or I'm just having a hard time saying it. Um, all in his hat and then pour the rest all over him. Uh, poor guy. Poor guy. Um, and so that's uh, that's what we have to... That's where we're getting a, a preview of. There's going to be pancake stuff involved, I'm sure. Or do they have something... They have a local version of pancakes. What they have instead of pancakes in Australia. I don't know. Anyway... Um, they they have kangaroo flapjacks. Is it kangaroo kangaroo Jack that movie, right? Anyhow, we had Ty Ty Dillinger versus Randy. I, I must have not been paying attention. I think I was like deeply focused on whatever I was drawing at the time. I think I was drawing. Um, I, think I was drawing a picture of Becky. Something, I think. I don't. I don't remember. But I totally miss. I saw like a replay later of it that is like had his finger through the turnbuckle, like, the, ouch. Um, but I don't know. I didn't write down who won that match or anything. Um, Shelton he wants to make a statement, and so uh, he, he has a match against Daniel Bryan. Um, but uh, the Miz provides a distraction. Shelton Benjamin gets a win, so there you go uh one night in milwaukee in a hotel room uh in english was doing his thing tr practicing his music trying to figure out a song dissing the town in milwaukee and then uh uh lana comes in comes to his room comes in and says i want you and then the video stops obviously it's the middle of a sentence she's probably gonna say i want you to sing happy birthday for Rusev. That's probably what it is. Or some or I want you to stop singing because we're in the room next door and it's really loud and annoying. Or I want you to I didn't think of a third thing. So we'll see we'll see how that develops further next week, I'm sure. Uh, Oscar versus Peyton Royce. Oscar won. Uh, then Becky. Let's see. She says she's proven that she owns Char Charlotte Flair, so she uh, she's going to put her own face on covers and, and posters and all that. She reveals a new poster is the picture of her uh, uh, standing over Charlotte from last week. Great continuation of that. It was perfect. Uh, and Charlotte comes out and attacks. His figure four hanging over the apron and leaves Becky in a heap and boo. Uh, and Becky's got to win. She's got to keep that championship. Um, and drive Charlotte Flair more over the edge and then they can fully switch 
finally, because Charlotte will just lose it at that point. Maybe. I don't know. Uh, the Mixed Match Challenge. That was the end of the episodes. So it was a, a little bit of a bummer, but that whole se- segment as a whole is really good. Uh, Mixed Match Challenge, Season 2, Episode 3. We had uh, Team Bed and Breakfast versus Mahalisha. Uh, f- oh, some, some of the funny things. Uh, <laughs> uh, Alicia is like, I want Finn. Isn't he a champion? And we're like, <laughs> what are you talking about? She calls him a chicken and stuff uh renee talked about how she broke her foot trying a super kick uh and then backstage while they're talking about the matches we, we see kevin wearing uh balor worldwide shirts and her his partner uh natalia is like you're wearing a finn shirt what are you doing he's like i i, I like it i like the it, it fits well or something like that um alicia chased sumil around as everybody does when sumil is involved um and that's uh allowed bailey to hit a a belly to belly finn hit a dive on the guys uh gender and sumil and then uh bailey wins oh did she hit oh did she hit sumil with a belly to belly bailey to belly Yes, I think she did. And then she hit Alicia with one. Uh, so next week we have uh, BNB versus Monster Eclipse. Well, Monster Eclipse is probably going to win that one, right? Uh, day One Glow versus Ravishing Rush, R- Ravishing Rusev Day. Uh, they d- have a dance-off, which was fun. Um, oh, who won this match? I think Day One Glow won this match. I don't remember. Why didn't I write down the winner of this match? I wrote Milwaukee Strikes Again. I don't know what, they, what I meant by that or what the context of that was. But it was it was fun anyway. Then we had uh, 205 Live, episode 97. Gallagher versus Tozawa. Tozawa won via the Centon. And then the PowerPoint presentation that I talked about, a slight term of no mercy. Um, that's what it was. No mercy. Not no weaknesses. Um, with the begging Brian Kendrick cartoon. So there's no place for weak links, and Kendrick, seeing what was coming, uh, strikes first, but Gallagher and Gulak get Gulak get the upper hand. He hits the Gulak, gets him in the Gulak, and Gallagher just pummeling him in the stomach, just punching him. Um, I I don't know how I feel about this. I mean, they're a good they're a good team. The three of them work well together. Why are you turning on Kendrick? He's the one who won in record time last week. What's going on? But the fact that commentary is talking about it, I think it's going to play into things quite a bit. Then, next, we have uh, the main event of this week's 205 Live. TJP versus Kalisto. Uh, TJP multiple times tried to rip off Kalisto's mask. Uh, Lince ran out to try to stop things but uh and then Kalisto won via roll-up they're celebrating the victory or not even about to start the victory tjp just yoinks the mask right off of Kalisto and is holding it up he's still he runs away with it and um that, that, not cool not cool but it is it is interesting to see that actually happen um uh whereas it's not really a thing most of the time but if it's like the only thing then that that's something different but tjp doesn't have he doesn't have backup he's just this lone guy going after 
this lucha house party he's just asking for trouble they're gonna beat the crap out of him at some points and hopefully soon uh next week what's happening next i didn't write down what's going on next week but we do have cedric alexander versus buddy murphy at super showdown cruiserweight championship match and if that's on the kickoff show come on buddy murphy he's from there it's in his hometown he's got to be on the main show so we'll see how that i don't know if there's actually a kickoff show or not i think there is because they they had one for greatest royal rumble so i think they will have one it's right 3 a.m or is or is that gonna start at 2 a.m i don't know mountain time all right then next we have all right let's check that off let's check that off the list talk about smackdown talk about mmc we're on nxt episode 471 nikki cross opens the episode she's in a hallway and being all crazy talking about uh how she wants to play with bianca again later on we have an interview with bianca she said she doesn't care about some scraggly haired widow and then walks off doing her undefeated thing candles array versus lacey evans as follow-up from last week and lacey says it's uh you should have a real woman who will support a real wife a real woman uh support her husband no matter what or just something i don't know whatever she said um great line i think it was from nigel he said lacy doesn't sweat she perspires um unseen by ref unseen by the ref uh lacy is pulling on candace's hair for a long while in a, one of her submission moves uh eventually candace uh Ray got hit by the women's rights after uh she got a little bit uh emotional a little bit too fired up when uh lacey evans called her a loser just like her husband and lacey got the upper hand the women's rights upper hand and uh won the match uh a nice video package about the north american championship we're gonna have that match triple threats next week super excited for that i've avoided all spoilers about everything nxt so actually uh I do still go every now and then. Like I do want something to read. I want to read about wrestling a little bit, so I'll go and go to the websites. Um, in my browser, I'll go to uh, reddit.com/r/squared/circle and see some of the threads on there. But I deleted my uh, my Reddit app when I was using Bacon Reader. I deleted that from my phone because I was just spending too much time reading that. All the threads are the same. It's like all these episodes are the same, but it's like every every thread, then two comments. People are just complaining that WWE is the worst. I really have stuff watching, or like this is the last time I watched, or it's all that kind of stuff. And it's the same every time. And then whenever there's they announce the start time for a show, within two comments, it's somebody saying, "Oh, I have to say something for like." complaining about having to stay up to be able to watch it or something and it doesn't matter if it's a regular pay-per-view that's at 6 p.m eastern or if it's an australian pay-per-view where it starts at uh 5 a.m eastern some within those two comments somebody from whatever part of the world is gonna be like oh this is what it's like to be here this is what it's like to be in america for a pay-per-view or this oh now you guys could see what it's like to be in australia for a pay-per-view because we have to stay up all night watching all, all that kind of thing 
within the first couple of comments. But I guess I mean that's the nature of the story. It's the same. Oh, this is the start time, but like it's the same. They're saying the same things every single time. I don't know. That's why I don't com- never comment very much. Uh, most of the time when I comment, it's like, um, oh, here's what you have a question about something that happens, and like, oh, here's what happens. Here are the people that got injured or that time. My last comment that I made. Because uh, I only made like comment like once a month or something. I was like, oh, last year's was a, a, a plague for injuries in the mixed match challenge also. So I was like, I only remember that Charlotte was out for, it was only for one week. Like, oh, wait, this is, the, and I commented um, in reply and said, all right, I don't remember the exact injuries and stuff. I was like, this, this, and this happened before the term, tournament even started. So they, all, all these people were, were replacements. Like, Enzo had the flu, and he got replaced by um, Elias, I think, as... No, is that what happened? I think that is what... I don't remember. But, like, all that kind of stuff. And then, like, oh, right. All that stuff did happen. Um, So there were a lot of injuries. Is is about equal amount of injuries between last year and this year so far. This year's mixed match challenge is a lot longer. The finale is it's the whole thing is three months. Because last year the whole thing I think it might have also been three months. But there's only one match per week. Now we have this round robin tournament thing that you get building up points. That SmackDown Raw sides the, the winner of each of those sides, the most wins of that, they'll go head to head at TLC. Um, I get get tickets for TLC. They're way up there because I bought uh, a bunch of tickets because it's in the Bay Area. And a lot of people are, uh, I know at least a couple of people that uh, will want to join me, I think. Um, and uh, so, I, I, so I have my tickets for that. That's the only match that's announced that's for sure at that show. So I think it's going to be pretty fun. And then uh, there's got to be Raw and SmackDown in the area as well. But uh, what am I talking about here? Let me get off track. So I say, I say all that because I've been avoiding. I I haven't. I've been able to successfully avoid NXT taping spoilers, and I think that will definitely help my enjoyment of all the shows. And then a month from now, a little bit over a month from now, the next takeover. Uh, super excited for and the women's uh the women's pay-per-view uh evolution um the nxt women's match that's right that's what i was trying to say um nxt women's championship match uh between Kyrie scene and Shayna baszler will be at evolution and then the may young classic final will be at evolution and then i assume that the that winner of the man classic will face the winner of that NXT Women's Championship match at TakeOver Los Angeles. So I think that will be pretty cool. Um, I'm really excited for both of those matches. Whoever ends up being in that second match. Because there's like four different possibilities. Combinations of people who's going to be fighting. Um, if that's what they do for that match. If they push it off until January for uh take over phoenix well it's a lot longer to wait um but we'll get to me on classic in just a second um champa he tells dream to be careful 
Uh, we had the, the, the teams of Mixon, Rise, and Kirsch versus the Forgotten Sons, Riker, Blake, and Cutler in the Forgotten Sons won that match. Kind of wasn't paying attention to that one. Um, Tony Nese is here. Tony Nese versus Johnny Gargano. And uh, Gargano won via the uh, Gargano escape. Oh my god, this I wrote so many notes for this match, but uh so many moves into the turnbuckle that that Gargano took. This all looked so painful. You got a Fosbury flop from Tony Nice, a four fifty splash and, and kicked out of it somehow. It was crazy. Um Oh, this match was so good. It was so good. This is the my this is my favorite match of the week. This is my favorite match of the week. Mayon Classic was awesome. This match was ridiculous. And then we had EC3 versus Lars Sullivan. This was a brutal match. We got all torn up. Lars Sullivan, especially his, tor- his back, is all these red marks over. I don't think he's actually bleeding, but just getting slammed in the stairs right at the top of it. But Lars Sullivan won via diving headbutts. So, uh, where do things go from here? I don't know. Next week, we have that triple threat between um, for the North American Championship between Ricochet, Adam Cole, and Pete Dunn. See how that goes. Although it's, I saw something that Pete Dunn is injured. Ooh, I mean that doesn't affect this because they've already taped this. But I guess we'll see we'll see what's happening there. Um, and then we'll, next week we'll also have Keith Lee versus Kona Reeves, and Kona Reeves is gonna die. <laughs> yeah, Keith Lee is gonna destroy him. So um, I'm excited to see that. And that brings us to the May Young Classic. Last thing we'll talk about before the Super Showdown predictions. May Young Classic 2018 Episode 5. This is the first four matches. The first half of the matches of Round 2. Um, my pick for this whole episode. I pick one person that I want to make the final out of everybody on this episode. Tony Storm. And so I was, I was glad that she won her match against Hiroyo Matsumoto. Uh, she won via roll-up. Uh, I don't remember anything super specific about this match. I mean, it's just a solid match. But there wasn't anything above and beyond that was like, oh, I can't remember that. Um, I did, did like there's a thing. Also, like, really, like, presentational things that Tony was doing. Um towards the beginning and stuff like that but uh, yeah yeah i liked it i liked it i'm glad that tony won and then we had rhea ripley uh like four of my four of my picks no three of my four picks so i pick, had one pick from each of the first four episodes and three of them are on this episode it's not evenly distributed between this and the next episode of round two um rhea ripley was one it was my pick from that episode she faced Casey Catanzaro, um, and I, like before the match even started, it's like Rhea's going to mess her up. She's going to destroy her, but Casey held her own very, very well. Some really cool moves. A lot, of, a, a few moves that we saw in uh, her first match, um, and she did uh, miss the ropes. Like this, this move is so tricky. Anyway. Like to jump over the top rope and then land on the second rope and then springboard off of that's that's um 
what's the word for it? That's a, an extremely ambitious move. Such a hard, it seems like one of the hardest things you could possibly do because you're like working against everything about physics to make that happen. But uh, she recovered from it very well. Um, and Rhea helped that along extremely well. She like went on the attack, but then uh, sent her back towards the ropes and then she was able to do it again and that was um that was cool to see and i'm glad that they didn't cut that out because they could have easily cut that out very easily because they filmed this like two months ago um so i'm i uh, props to them for leaving leaving it in there like that um and yeah it shows like i think it i I think more than it show, it doesn't so much show that she messed up. It's that it showed how difficult the thing she was doing is. And I really appreciate that. Um, <clears throat> so uh, Rhea ended up winning this match via Riptide. Um, so I was, I would have been happy with either of them winning. But Rhea, like when you see these two standing next to each other, it's like, like I said, she's going to. She's going to mess her up. I used a, a different word than mess, but um, yeah, was, that was a great match. Uh, then we had Lacey Lane versus Tainara Conchi. Uh, Lacey Lane won via the Crucifix Bomb, which I think will probably end up being her downfall. Uh, this match, um, let's see. I think they're talking about how Rhea was able to avoid something because she studied... She saw Casey's last match. If uh, Tanara had seen Lacey Lane's last match, then she would have known to like avoid the crucifix bomb. Uh, but it got her. It got her. Lacey Lane continues into the quarterfinals. Uh, and then the main event, which was excellent. Uh, it's a, a nice build to it. And a fantastic finish. I mean... Mercedes Martinez, she was my pick from the first round in that episode. But she uh, met her demise at the hands of Meiko Satomura uh, via Scorpion Kick, which is like such a cool, such a cool looking move. But this whole match is filled with great stuff. Reads uh, back and forth between the two, all kinds of cool counters, uh, lots of variety and stuff. It was like kind of a slow build, but that it was totally worth it because it's it's got more and more and more uh, cool, awesome. So uh, yeah, check out this match. Even though now you know who wins it, but I actually knew who won this match. Because I saw it on Twitter before I actually watched. And I saw the results on Twitter. But I was still like, oh, maybe I read that wrong. Maybe I, I misunderstood what that post was. Because there was many times I was like, all right, Mercedes. Mer- all right, Mercedes. You do this. You got it. You got it. And then, ah, dang it. She kicked out. Um, Yeah, awesome, awesome match. I'm starting to lose my voice. So let's get over to Super Showdown. And not have this prepared, pulled up on my browser here. Super Showdown. Let's see. Wikipedia. We've got the list of matches on here. 
So let's uh, start at the bottom because the top of the list is Triple H and Undertaker. Uh, sorry, start at the bottom. This guy, I don't know what's going to be on the kickoff. There's 10 matches. I think the kickoff is probably going to be the... Either Asuka and Nomi versus the Iconics or the New Day versus Cesaro and Sheamus. Should be the New Day versus Cesaro and Sheamus because that's going to be awesome. But it's like, that's fine if it's on the kickoff show. Because the last pay-per-view, um, the SmackDown Championship was also on the kickoff, I think. It was them versus the Usos, right? I don't know. Anyway, um... Becky Lynch versus Charlotte Flair. I uh, I want Becky Lynch to win. That's who I'm rooting for. And I'll uh, actually probably be upset if she doesn't. Um, Asuka and Naomi are definitely going to win versus the Iconics, even though the Iconics are in their home country. But uh, they're, they're probably going to be really annoying about their home country um, in a way that gets their own people to, to not like them, probably. But we'll see. The New Day versus Cesaro and Sheamus. Um, I want the bar to win. I want the bar to win, but uh, I'm, it's probably going to be the New Day. Especially if it's on the kickoff show. But uh, ah, the bar is great. I like that a lot. But there, uh, I, I, I could see there being batter involved. Again, which would be gross. Or the kangaroo flapjacks. Um, Cedric Alexander versus Buddy Murphy. It would be... I like both of these guys. They're both awesome. This is going to be a hell of a match. This could be the match of the night. It it could be. It could be. I don't know if it will be, because we also have AJ Styles versus Samoa Joe, but it could be. And uh, it would be pretty awesome for Buddy Murphy to win the Cruiserweight Championship. AJ Styles versus Samoa Joe. I really want AJ Styles to continue to win. I'll be wearing my AJ Styles Phenomenal One t-shirt that I've worn at every pay-per-view and for watching every pay-per-view since he uh started this reign um yeah because they, they they'll, they'll they'll have another rematch at either way they'll have a rematch at uh crown jewel i'm sure but it's a no count out no disqualification match there must be a winner so this could easily go on for like two hours so I'll have to stay up extra late. Or it could just be like f- five minutes. It'd be crazy if it was only like five minutes. I hope it's a lot longer than that. And th- this next match I hope is a lot less than five minutes unless most of it is Ronda versus Ruby. The Bella Twins and Ronda Rousey versus the Riot Squad. So it's good news that Liv Morgan is it, it's cleared to, to still wrestle after the the head blo- the blow to the head that she took last week um but I'm, I'm rooting for the riot squad um and uh i guess if it's just three of them beating the crap out of brie that would be kind of funny anyway um i'm rooting for riot squad but i could definitely see ronda rousey making sarah logan tap out or something because she already made ruby tap out this last week uh the shield versus the 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 pups braun Strowman, and dolph and drew mcintyre six-man tag team match I, I don't know there's it's 
there's gonna be funny business like disqualification or something and who knows I, I I'm ex- I want to see, I want to see this match, but I really don't care <laughs> what happens in it, who wins, who doesn't win, if there is a winner. Uh, it's like all six of these people. So yeah, I'll in- I'll enjoy it. Whatever. Uh, Daniel Bryan versus The Miz. This will determine the number one contender for the WWE Championship. So that factor of it is which one of these two guys do I, do I want to see? face AJ Styles or Samojo whoever wins that match be AJ Styles um who's going to face them and when are they going to face them are they going to face them at the Royal Rumble are they going to face them at Survivor Series are they going to face them at TLC are they going to face them at Crown Jewel i guessing it would probably be Survivor Series um and then this story takes takes things on take moves forward from there or whatever but um, Daniel Bryan, I'm gonna be rooting for Daniel Bryan because the Miz and uh, Maurice won that mixed tag team match, right? Uh, so Daniel Bryan's gotta get this one because there's there's no um, outside factors. It's just these two head to head. And I think Dan- oh, did they face? They were one on one at SummerSlam though, weren't they? No, was that the last? When was the last one? Was that Hell in a Cell? anyway um okay uh bobby lashley and john cena versus elias and kevin owens um i don't i don't know whatever um triple h with Shawn michaels versus the undertaker with with kane i whatever i don't know it'll be it'll be interesting i guess that's probably the main event. It is the main event. Um, I, 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 I don't know. I don't know. Maybe something will will catch on fire. That that's what I hope. That something is on fire in this match at some point, and that's it. Um. So yeah, I, I should probably take a nap. I'm gonna go see John Lovitz before this. Um, and I, I have seen him and I have seen him live before. I've been trying to go to only, not only, but mostly go to comedians I haven't seen live yet. Uh, it was like Bill Burr I had never seen live, David Spade I hadn't seen live, Scholar Brothers I've never seen live. Um, I was gonna see Adam Kate in Holland, but I I had a ticket, but it was that whole thing I was talking about. I was like, oh, the time actually came to go up there. I was like, I don't want to drive all that way. Etc. 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 As it turned out, the power went out that night, and uh, it was like a whole thing. So it kind of—I feel like I dodged a bullet a little bit. Um, and he's from Denver, so I'm sure I'll have a chance to see him, um, at some point in the near future. Uh, his castmate, the Gralix, and the um, those who can't, which is on True TV, I think. Anyway, uh, Ben Roy, he is uh, here next week. His show's next week, so I might go see him. Um, and Michelle Wolf is also here next week. I haven't bought a ticket for her yet, but I think they're all sold out because they added another show. So I guess I could check on that. Anyway, um, do, do, do. 
So, uh, I'll, I'll be I'll, I'll be talking about in the next episode. Um, Super Showdown. Um, John Lovitz and Mel Brooks live talking about whatever I guess I don't know what he's gonna be talking about I assume he's gonna talk a lot about Blazing Cells because it's it, it'll be him and then the uh, screening of the film um I have a ticket for that tomorrow so I'll talk about all three of these things in the next episode and uh so let me know what you thought of all this stuff I'm not gonna run down the list what your thoughts on Super Showdown are and Crown Jewel coming up because we know that triple threat for the Universal Championship is happening there. Um, I think that's the only thing that's been announced. And it's coming up on Evolution. And then after this happens, we're also going to get a build up. Actually, it's probably going to be mostly build up to that, but also some build up to Survivor Series. And I guess it kind of makes sense because Survivor Series, a lot of the like, brand versus brand stuff. So if you don't even get like championship matches on there, we have Universal Championship, Universal Champion versus WWE Champion, that'd be a match. Intercontinental Champion versus US Champion, that'll be a match, and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, uh, that it makes sense to do all the actual championship matches on uh, Crown Jewel just like two weeks before that, and on Evolution. Uh, like three days before that four days five days seven six five four three two one anyway um so yeah let me know what you thought about all of this stuff by tweeting me at tiw podcast go to today i watched.com for more reviews if you enjoyed this episode or anything else on site please share some links with your friends subscribe on itunes write a review on itunes and support the show even more at patreon.com slash today i watched thanks for tuning in and i'll be back with week 40 part two um super showdown and other stuff thanks for listening this has been today i watched bye